0: Come Stop and take a trip down on my block Come on. where you see hidden potential. Young minds sharper than Gensu and ain't afraid to speak their mind if they got, they got something so against you. No. we standing with
1: you, we tackle issues like civic pride. Hate will cease to exist,
0: let's put our differences aside. From my side to your side, from Dutch town to south side, from Rose to north side, from Benton Park to old north, no. the west end, the west side. We bless when we step out we stand down, rise up, stand together, wise. Wow.
2: Wow. This is Stitchcast Studio, produced by St. Louis Story Stitchers in St. Louis, Missouri.
1: Our Stitchcast sits down with Lois Conley to discuss preserving local history through caretaking in this special Divided City edition of Stitchcast Studio. They say who that, but you already knew that. That be them Story Stitchers, Story Stitchers, Story Stitchers, Story Stitchers, Story
2: Stitchers. Thank you for everybody for um, listening into to StitchCast. We are here at Counter Public at the Griot. Um, and we have Bobby Two, um, Mrs. Conley, and Terrence with us. We also have some youth. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Okay, so just starting off, uh, we want to just jump right into it. What motivated you or inspired you to become an artist? Like, how did that even, you know, mm. come about?
3: You know, I don't think I was inspired to become an artist. I was inspired to open a museum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as a result of opening the museum and needing to have some resources made available that weren't available, mm-hmm. I learned to do art.
2: As <laughs> <laughs> nice, you should. And we're told that you are responsible for some of the wax figures yeah. in the museum. Yeah. So. How did you just, you know what I'm saying, I know you say you were motivated to open the museum, but that is, that looks hard to do, you know, to make a full life-size figure of a, another human being. Well, well, it is hard to do, but you know, it's,
3: I, I, first of all, you have to understand, I believe that God gives you the things you need when you need them. And I think he was preparing me for this one. I didn't even know he was preparing mm-hmm. me for it because I never planned to be a museum professional. I never planned to be in this business at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just sort of happened.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, but it turns out I took a class in sculpting at mm-hmm. my at the oh, end wow. of my master's program at mm-hmm. uh, Saint Louis, and the assignment was to sculpt a uh, figure from a live model. Mm-hmm and i did and i got an a on the class and it was fun i enjoyed it you know it was just i had finished all my required coursework and i just wanted to take something for fun mm-hmm. uh, and i was also doing some little miniature figurines as well took the class and i just took the thing home covered it up with plastic and stuck it in the basement and it stayed in the basement probably three or four years mm-hmm. oh, wow. after that and as i was beginning to try to figure out how we were going to open the museum and going out, uh, seeing how much it costs to create a figure. Well, we didn't even have enough to buy one figure, mm-hmm. let alone uh, four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, so you so our, leave that
4: to Madame Tussauds,
2: huh? Yeah,
3: yeah. That, I mean, that, that's where the money is. We never yeah. had any money. Most of the ways we've gotten anything done around here is by volunteers mm-hmm. and by personal sacrifice, uh, mm-hmm. you know, working without a salary and those kinds of things. And, Just making it do, making it in the grace of God, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I had to go and find a way to get things done. So I remember that I had that sculpture in the basement and I went down, pulled it out. And she's a white woman. Mm. You know, she had these long, curly locks and this really pointed nose and thin lips and everything. So I just cut off her nose and got rid of her locks, and I went and got me some clay and figured out how to work with the clay, and I changed her into an African-American-looking person. Mm-hmm. You know, I brought, gave her broader nose, broader lips, mm-hmm. more more African, more Negroid features. Okay. And she looked pretty good, actually, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And so when I realized I could do that, I could transform that that figure. I, I think she became... I want to say she became James Milton Turner, mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. one of the figures upstairs. Mm-hmm. And then once I got that done, I she became... William Wells Brown, mm. yeah. and each time I'm just kind of adjusting the, the clay mm. um, and going by photographs oh, or descriptions wow. okay. that I've seen or read doing the research, so trying to figure out what their skin tones were, what kind of hair they had, if any, um, how tall they were, what their weight was. You know, I just figured it out, basically. Yeah. Um, started looking for old clothes that mm. fit the period, and it just kind of came together. And it was hard because I didn't know what I was doing. I was just experimenting. But the saving grace was most of the people, the early figures, nobody knew what they looked like anyway. Oh, okay. (laughs) It was cool. But they didn't look bad. And they're still in the museum. I want to get them replaced and get them done professionally. But many people tell me they like those better than they like the others. So I don't know. It's art, you know.
2: Yeah, subjective. Yeah. And I would ask, too, I know when we first came into the tour of the museum, they told us that you changed the name to the Griot. What inspired you to change it?
3: We had this really long name because we were really just struggling with what we should call it. Mm -hmm. And it was called the Black World History Wax Museum. Mm. And Black World was all one word. Mm. The idea was that we were going to be telling stories about the black world, but mm-hmm. not the whole world of black folks, the world of black folks. And so people started to think that when they came in, they were going to see stories about everybody, every black person in the world. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't our intent. That's you a lot. Know? And we knew we didn't have the capacity to do that anyway. Okay. So we started to think about how do we really brand ourselves what we actually do, uh, and it took probably, I don't know, three, four years before we actually came up with the name Grio, uh, and it was on the occasion of our 10th anniversary. Mm-hmm. We decided this is a good time to change the name. Okay. And we had done the research and we understood by that point what a Grio was. And, mm-hmm. You know, that's what we do, we tell stories, mm-hmm. and that's yep. what the Griot does. And so it just seemed like the more appropriate name for us.
2: Wow, and it stuck too. Yeah, very yeah. catchy, and,
3: and it's was- a great name because most people were not familiar with that name, mm-hmm. so when they would hear the name that gives us opportunity to teach what that means mm-hmm. and all the history behind it. Mm-hmm. it just worked out well
1: hey what's going on everybody it's that time again time for another stitch cast studio art center Lou. that's right it's time to pick the city up this week we have a story stitch's original song entitled be yourself And you trying to be like, Just wait on it, or oh, nobody else. <laughs>
3: Just wait on it. Got my mind on my goals, head straight on it. And my dreams and so my plans can be late on it. If I wait for a minute, if I
1: blink just a second, just might must have blessed. Cause I, 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 I'm for the future. My mind on my
3: goals, no, I can't be a loser. Tell me what
1: you really heard if you got ears. Uh, I'll tell you what you really heard over these years. Yeah. Tell me what I see in this. I worked so hard, no weakness. I'll be back if you wait. I promise I will never be too late. Like, come my action, shine on us. Rappers with passion, tour on the bus Sorry if you can't, but career is a must. Career, baby, wait, wait on us. Be yourself, sad. Be yourself sad. All you gotta do is be yourself I ain't tryna be like you or nobody else But man all you gotta do is be yourself Do you sub so do you Do you sub so do you Do do yo sub so do you Do yo sub so do you Do you, sub so do you do you? So do you? Do do
4: you? So do you? Do you? Do you? you? It's been a while, but I'm back now. We the kings around outside of town. Just pick up a pen and write it down. It's the faster way to make money now. Be yourself and do you. You
1: can learn new things that you never knew. Refer me as teacher of the day, Substitute. You got it, you got it, you had it, you lost it. Like where did it go? Like Nemo lost treasure, got the map of gold ain't on my treasure island. You can go anywhere that your mind going. Yeah it's mind blowing. Yeah it's mind blowing. Yeah I'm being myself when it's rhyme flowing So who's you when it's time? Be yourself. Be yourself. All you gotta do is be yourself. I ain't tryna be like you or nobody else. But man, all you gotta do is be yourself. Do you? So do you? Do you? So do you?
4: Do do you? So do you? do you. Do you. Do you? Is the first thing that I say to my opponent. Cause if I step up on the track, then you know that I own
1: it. I'ma be myself and be myself until the end. Why, why you trying to do you? Try, trying to follow the trend just to win. But it ain't working, try something new. Family comes
4: first, that's a true picture that I drew. Now let me slow it down. Don't let it sink into your head. One ear out the other, so you won't be getting fed. I know you hungry. Make fakers vacate the jobs
2: the way I do them, see. Yeah, bruh. That's my responsibility
4: Yeah, bruh That's my responsibility responsibility. It'll
1: take you and your whole team Just to deal with me Be yourself Be yourself (laughs)
2: What drew people in, like, to volunteer to be here? Cause I know you have a lot of volunteers. Even the lady at the front was like, "I'm a volunteer and I love it." You know. So what drew people in to want to volunteer, want to come, want to be here, and you know, contribute to the mission?
4: I think it's the history, honestly. Um When you want to learn something or be a part of something, no matter if it's volunteering or working, you want to be in that space for as much as possible to get as much education as you can on that subject. So uh, for me being a young African-American male, in his 20s, most of the history I taught is our history in school or whatever, but it's a watered-down version. So to come into a space where our history, and not just our history, our history in the city, because this museum uh, specializes in a lot of the African-Americans that have came in this city of St. Louis, so to focus on, on those where it's um, pastors or people who worked at, with uh, the abolitionism of slavery and stuff like that, it... It just helps more to be in this space when you know you can learn a lot more.
2: Mm. Understood, and it's in a positive light too. I really like that. Even like the slave section, it wasn't too like gruesome. Yeah, you know, it wasn't sad or. It well, just,
3: yeah, and I think that was part of um, our plan was to, you have to you have to tell the story of enslavement, you know, mm-hmm. uh, if you talk about black people in this, this country. But we didn't want it to be a story about victims, you know. We yeah. wanted it to be a story about, you know, it, no matter what, despite what you did to us, we thrived, we yeah. survived, and look what we've done, you mm-hmm. know, not only for the black community, but many times for the larger community as well.
4: For all communities, because, I mean, yeah. if you want to look at it, like, a lot of the big adva- advancements in technology or things we use every day from the stoplight to washing machines are mm-hmm. us. Those are things that we did. And right. it's like, if we didn't, if we wanted not doing it, how would, what would society be right now? Right. Like, who knows what a stop sign would look like or how we dry our clothes. We might still be using the wash line outside. Right. So I
2: got,
0: I got introduced to the, uh, uh, the Black World History <laughs> Museum uh, because my brother was working here. Doing a lot of uh, early on uh, setup and projects and so forth. My brother Bill is a uh, artist who is also a carpenter,
3: master carpenter, and can build anything.
0: That's a incredible uh, skill set to have, just like you. Because you not only create um, spaces that you know live and talk and communicate, but they're practical as well and so you know I had to come over and see what he was up to
3: but he, he and I had been talking Apart from Bill, we didn't even right. know we knew each other. Oh, we wow. shared right. that at all. We he and I were in you know spaces in the community, and yep. I was telling him what I was doing. He was telling me what we were doing, and we kept saying we got to work together on yep. this. <laughs> and the next thing we knew, he was saying, "That's my brother." I was like, "What?" Right. <laughs> so you know, as again, I I said earlier, you know, God just kind of does the things yeah. He needs to do. He puts people and things in things in place when they need when you need them, and that's kind of how we got yeah started. it
0: was. And the crazy thing, uh. Um, I'm an Apple Distinguished Educator since 2003, and that was crazy because I think back then there was only about a 1,000 or 1,500 of them in the whole world. Oh wow. And I was able to be one, and I'm black, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, Apple had just come out with this 3D thing. I forgot what they call it now, but you could make 3D, Uh, worlds you know with a camera Mm -hmm. and then you could uh, go back and connect them so you could put a door in each of those spaces and I probably got it somewhere I I remember that but I remember creating one and uh, you know I said I'm I'm gonna make something for Lois and them so they can put it online or put it somewhere and people can you know check in and, and look around and then go to another room oh, and look around. Cool. And so I'm telling you, this was way before all the 3D stuff yeah. that's yeah. out here now. Way and before. to me, when you have a space like this, it's, it's cool to have it here, mm-hmm. but it's cooler <laughs> to broadcast it now is what we would call it. Yeah. And you got metaverses. So, so now yeah. here we are with a whole new way To allow people anywhere on the planet, Mm -hmm. universe, to be be here and have that human experience. And I was just telling brother over there, I'm I'm working on not only having the three-dimensional sight, but also the three-dimensional sound, the Mm -hmm. audio that goes with it. Because all of this stuff is about empathy, you know? We understand things, we feel things inside of us. That's what makes an artist. How much does what you create, the art that you create, how much does it share your soul? Mm. So when you do setups with audio and setups with video, you're not just, you know, transmitting sounds and vision, you are sending souls. Sharing souls. Do y'all know Missouri's uh, motto? It's Salus Populi Suprema Lex Esto. That means the welfare of the people must be the supreme law of the land.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And I saw that. I said, oh, they stole that right out of my mind. <laughs> and I was in college, you know, and I was in a religious group, a religious order called the Society of Merit. They teach at St. Mary's, they taught at uh, McBride, a lot of places beyond me. My whole point is I was in there studying and learning how to be a teacher and all that. And this back in the 60s, well, guess what? They had a a rally, and uh, I had a picket sign. So i'm out there with this pinky sign they took my picture and put it in the school yeah. paper and and the director of our organization saw it he called me and he said what was you doing out there i said i was supporting my people right. <laughs> and he gonna say well you know that's not the will of god for you because you have a a, a a vow of obedience and i said what'd you say he said that's not the will of god for you the will of God for you is what we tell you to do. Mm. You know what? I just all of a sudden told that man, I said, "Well, there must be something wrong with your God." Mm-hmm. I said, God. To me, yeah. the will of God has got to be the needs of the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That changed my life. Then that's why I am who I am today. Yeah. You want to know right and wrong. You ain't got to guess. Mm-hmm. All you gotta do is get in touch with as many people around the world, listen to them and see what they're saying they need. You are gonna be all right. You follow that, you are gonna be right. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna be wrong. So that's, that's how a lot of this stuff started for me. And uh, you know, it took a while because <laughs> I had to come out and teach in a lot of different places. Still teaching, I'm about to retire because I, the other piece of this, gotta do my music our music
2: yeah right. so I got a question um over the years how did the community around you all um show their support you know well, how did we, they-
3: <laughs> it's interesting we've never had any major corporate or foundation support until like the <laughs> last few years mm-hmm. uh-huh. so uh you know volunteers where we couldn't hire staff volunteers mm-hmm. served as staff Uh, Some people wrote checks. Some people took out memberships and made donations. And earlier, actually, when we were actually building, renovating the building, sometimes I'd have to ask somebody to let me use their credit card to go buy drywall. You know, mm. uh, and folks did it. I think, you know, the museum was kind of an anomaly to folks. Folks hadn't had ever really been engaged with a the startup of a, a museum. Oh, wow. I think some Perfect. people did it because I was asking them, you know, and they just That's did a it help. <laughs> but, but I think they also did it because they wanted to learn what mm. this thing was that I, this crazy woman was talking about doing with no money. <laughs> um, and they wanted to be helpful where they could be helpful. Uh, so so I they, sometimes they cut the grass or they, you know, oh, came wow. and help yeah. hang drywall or you mm-hmm. do whatever um and that's how we've that's how we've managed even to this day we well first of all we joined the block unit when we came to, mm-hmm. to the neighborhood oh, we're step- still a member of the block mm-hmm. unit we're part of the st louis place association they have their their uh, monthly meetings here mm-hmm. uh, you know so we just make sure that we are a part of the community and the community feels like they're a part of us
2: Okay yeah
0: that, that's it. that's the whole thing being part of the community. Exactly and that keeps you going but mm-hmm. we still need to be able to get the level of funding so that our our work you know can reach as far as because our
3: reach. people generally don't can't write. $10,000 checks you know right. there are a few who could there's do
4: there's a whatever, few of us that can but, but they it's don't. very slim <laughs> and
3: those who do don't uh, you know but for whatever reason that is but um so you know you have to take what you can get yeah and mm-hmm. so having someone work the front desk so that I can keep the doors open and at least charge admission you know that helps keep us going mm-hmm. um and so from, for many of the early years that's what we did and you know periodically we've been able to write a grant and get a staff position or something um but most, for the most part, there's usually one or two of us. around.
4: I've learned it helps to ask. Just ask for help, simply, because uh, you never know who wants to support you, who wants to see you thrive, who wants to see you be that next thing, that's, that's it. Um, uh, I had the support of Murphy since I've been in high school uh, in this whole media world. Earlier you asked, um, when did we know that we were artists or creatives or whatever. I don't like to personally call myself an artist. All of my friends know this. I, I would like to call myself a curator of art. I'm one of those people, like I DJ, I do all those, I take photos, but I'm one of the people that I can put this into, I can put this playlist into something that's gonna make you feel. Like you've heard all of these songs before, but the way I'm arrange these songs is gonna make you feel the whole embodiment of that. Uh, I take pictures. Once I edit it and I put these pictures in a reel where you're gonna look at it. Picture after picture after picture. It's the story that it tells. Mm-hmm. So that's um, when I realized that I'm an artist, a creator, a creative, a curator, um, a person that's putting that museum effect out into the world. And I like I noticed that it was probably like high schoolish, Brie. Would you say <laughs> like high school? Like Brie Singh, I we taking you inside this we in this closet putting the mic up and we about to make a studio in the, in the school <laughs> yeah. hall and like do something. So that's, that's been me since I want to say for the past 15 years. Wow. What, what
0: he's really bringing it. up is what keeps me going. A lot of other folks that mm-hmm. do what we do. When the young people mm-hmm. step up and say, hey, we want to help y'all. The people working today, <laughs> Alumni Broadcast Association. We started that in the, you know, inside the St. Louis Public Schools. Cause they said, we want to go back to the other students and let them know what's out here for them.
4: Like you can do this for fun, making right. podcasts and making money, bro. Like you can, this stuff that you can do, legit have fun and doing, you don't have to, you can go and have right. fun and make money. You don't have to go into work and blow your body out just to make ends meet. There's legit things that you can do that you love doing. This has been a, about an eight hour project for me since nine o'clock. I ain't feel like I worked the lick. Mm. Has not feel like I worked a lick because I've had so much fun doing
2: it. That's what's up. And I got a quick question. Uh, so we've been doing a segment about divided city and the why of our city. From you all's perspective, how has art brought our city together? You know, because we hear a lot about how we've been divided and, you know, everything that's going on and everything that went on. But how have we as a people come together and how has art done that?
4: For me, um, when it comes to art and music inside the, the city of St. Louis, there is no divide. I'm in spaces where you see me, you see them, you see them, others, all of that in the same space. Like, I. I go to raves like once a month downtown at the Boathouse and you like, there we got black raves? <laughs> like what that goes on <laughs> till five o'clock in the morning and doesn't get shut down, not a problem in the city. All of us are intermingling with each other. When it's art and that's creative space, there's not really, I don't like to say there's a vibe, but I mean there is, but it's very little because art recognizes art, real recognizes real. If you wanna be in those spaces, you wanna be in those spaces and you're gonna be in those spaces.
3: If you notice even today, if you looked at the audience that yeah. was here today, yeah. I know it was everybody yeah. mm-hmm. here, sure um, and that's kind of typically what happens. Mm. You know, I think a lot of it has to do with the spirit of the people engaged and their genuine intent. Uh, and So the art is one of those things around which, you know, it's beauty and it's mm-hmm. creativity and it's one of those things around which you can have discussions. You know, it can be a, a, an impetus for discussion. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I didn't like that color that Janet put on there, and I might go over and ask her what her rationale was for putting that color on out. I'm just messing with you. <laughs>
0: but, you know,
2: <laughs>
3: putting color on a certain piece of work or, or you know, putting a certain, um, Geometric figure, whatever you know, but again, that provides an mm-hmm. opportunity for discussion. I might not have talked to Janet otherwise. Mm-hmm. If I, you know, we didn't have that piece mm-hmm. to kind of, I wouldn't know That's her. True. I wouldn't have had That's an opportunity true. to know her if we weren't in this same kind of art. And and it's not just art for art's sake. It's art with a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's art for social change. It's art for healing our nation, our country, mm-hmm. our city. So it's it, our art. I think the art among the folks that we do. Art and creativity—it has to do a lot more with just creating the art. Mm. It's how that how we use that art as a tool to take us to a different place. It's
4: not about how we create the art; it's how we put the art it's in the front of work. the public. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely yeah. creates. Another, another thing yeah. about that, I feel like not not only are you telling history, but you're making history at the same time. So it's like at my school, I go to Sumner High School. So at my school, we got a, a saying that we are history 1875 because that's when Sumner was established so we are, we are making history every day because you know we're, we're, we're living it we're walking it, we're talking it all of it so there is nothing that can stop you from creating your own history right
3: well you have to create it because you know no, right. it doesn't matter to anybody but you so if you but, don't create it it doesn't get created but, and the folks who care about it but yeah, it's even, I think the other way that many of us nonprofits manage is that we support each other. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, that's, yeah. for many years, I just called Bobby two over and said, look, I need some music and I don't have no money but I need to do this. And you know, he just comes over and does it. You yeah. know, for right. a minute, for a long time. We just had equipment here because yeah. he knew he would be here doing something. Uh, you know, and so that's how we do. Um, you have to do that yeah. in order to survive. And for the most part, it works out really well. You, you really mesh. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's important. We we all kind of believe that um, helping youth is valuable. Then we all have a little bit of somewhat of different levels, but Mm -hmm. all of us have some commitment to to training youth and making sure that they see the visions and that they are uh, getting some of the things done that they want to get done as well. I work with Key now and because she's you know she's a young sister out there trying to do her thing Mm -hmm. and so what else would I do if I need a videographer but call the young sister you know Um, I definitely appreciate how else do I get her you know how else you know Mm -hmm. we so we all kind of take responsibility for each other and mentoring each other and that's important
2: I definitely appreciate um, y'all value of like intergenerational relationships Mm -hmm. which is like something i strive for a lot you know i I believe in having a council of wisdom of going to elders going i have a bunch of mentors for my poetry for spiritual things for relationships and i make sure i'm always surrounded by wisdom so just want to give you all y'all flowers now for being that council of wisdom for st louis definitely like
4: that's definitely a big thing for especially like us when we're like in trying to get into the work field or this Mm -hmm. and this and they'd be like but you're only a baby or you don't, you can't do yeah. this or you can't do that. Well, we can't do it if you don't ever yeah. give us a chance to, like, right. Right cause again, like he's like, they'll let you know, or I, this, our industry right now is not ran, but nothing but elderly white men. And it's like, if they don't want you to get in that space, but if it's like, if we don't get in that space, it's gonna become a dying industry. Because once I go off, then what? Yeah, if right. you're not passing that information on, for us to... And that's the whole
2: part of this (laughs) museum.
4: If you're not passing that history on for Mm -hmm. us to use, or that information for us to use, so that we know how to do it too, then it's just gonna gonna be a lost art. And that's that's the one thing that we don't want, is for this to die off.
2: Absolutely not.
4: See, St. Louis
0: has so many talented people, especially artists, who are um, just trying to make it, working and so forth and don't get the support they need and that's where we all come in we have to support each other Mm -hmm. and that's why like i say being here and seeing the history Mm -hmm. especially the wax Mm -hmm. it just do something to you yeah and it touches you in a special kind of way and to me i want to spread that to the young people because I know once, younger and younger people, ain't no way in the world there should be any school anywhere around here that has not been to see
2: I'm just this that.
0: museum. Yeah. that is, And if, if anything, we need to make that our big effort is to get every school, I don't mm. care where you from, what color you are, y'all need to be in here to see what has happened in this country? Yes. And that's the bottom line, because
2: reading books,
0: because they know once people see the truth, they're gonna wanna do something about what's really happening. Mm-hmm. And you know, that that that's that, to me that's that's what's up. We gotta let people know and get them <laughs> in here to see the truth.
2: Absolutely. And before we wrap up, I want you. To tell us your name again, uh, Lambda. Okay. And before we go, I want you to tell us, you know, how you, you know, got into being here at the Grio. Yeah, yeah. And the importance um, or the impact that art has had on your life.
5: Yeah, for sure. So, Louise and I are acquainted through uh, WashU. A um, instructor uh, out at WashU, Eric, invited me. I've got a bush garden over in Hamilton Heights. Mm-hmm. I work with the LRA and the Community Development Corporation uh, to create kind of smart spaces. So, and, um, you know, my, my buddy here, uh, SK, he was one of my students. Uh, he works with, uh, the organization here that set up the, uh, the podcast and I'm going to help with some demolition work and kind of work with the team here and try to help them achieve their dreams. Maybe, you know, put a little money on the table and just try to be a resource.
2: What's That's up dope. We appreciate everybody um, For joining us In this conversation
5: Thanks for and, having us um, yeah, I w-
2: Does anybody have Any last comments Yeah
0: Cause I want y'all To know this brother here <laughs> 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 He was out there talking And then we got to talking About sound And uh, Like he was saying this Metaverse it's pretty, The metaverse and stuff And I said Yeah I wanna I'm interested And I said Cause you can't have Any kind of verse Without the sound that goes with it and that sounds gotta wrap around you because the space is already wrapping around you Mm -hmm. and that's how we that's how we be empathetic right right, through the universe and through space so y'all ain't seen
5: nothing yet we're gonna be doing this this uh, 3d environments and so forth yeah if you guys want to check out a couple of them I'm working with the um, with the city on a project for Fairground Park, Reimagine. So Mm. if you go to fairgroundparkvr.com right now, you can tour a VR space of the future uh, design. So we're in the works with a lot of different technology and um, things like that, so.
2: Okay, sounds good.
5: Yeah.
2: Well, thank you once again, everybody, for (laughs) tuning into this conversation with us, and we'll be back with another one.
0: To be continued.
1: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Stitch Cat Studios Special Edition. The Divided City is funded by the Divided City Initiative. The Divided City is a joint project of the Center for the Humanities and the Sam Fox School, College of Architecture and Urban Designs at Washington University in St. Louis. The Divided City is funded by the Andrew W. Mellon Foundation. Story Stitch is supported in part by the Lewis Prize for Music's 2021 Accelerator Award. The mission of the Lewis Prize is to partner with leaders who create positive change by investing in young people through music. Additional support for Stitch Cat Studio and Story Stitch's programs is provided by the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund. City of St. St. Louis Youth at Risk Crime Prevention Grant of 2023, Trio Foundation, Deaconess Foundation, and the Arts and Education Council. St. Louis Story Stitches and the Center is supported in part by Cranberg Arts Foundation as a resident organization. Thank you for listening.
0: They say who that, but you
1: already knew that. That beat them Story Stitches, Story Stitches, Story Stitches, Story Stitches, Story Stitches.